Greetings, Earthlings. Today I'm back with a review of another handheld condenser microphone. The microphone we're looking at today is the Lewitt MTP350CM. If you are interested in this mic, it will cost you around $150. And in the sake of full disclosure, I do need to let you know that Lewitt sent me this microphone free of charge for the sake of doing this review. And for this review, I have the microphone connected directly to the Focusrite 18i20, 48 volts on, and my gain set just at around 230. I will not do any kind of post-processing, but I may boost it in post, so check the doobly-doo to see what I diddly did. And now let's talk about what comes in the box, but I didn't get one, so I have a stand-in box. Screw you, box! That's some distance. Nice! First, you'll get a padded storage bag. You will, of course, get the microphone, a microphone clip, and a 5 8 to 3 8 inch microphone stand adapter, a foam windscreen, and some quick start guide information. Then as far as the build quality, the microphone feels absolutely outstanding. It has an all-metal body as well as a very firm metal mesh grill. It weighs in at around 330 grams. It does have the XLR port on the bottom. As we move around the microphone, there is nothing on this thing. And if you're interested, here is what the capsule looks like. And here is what the suspension system looks like. It's just really cool looking and really well designed. Then as far as the specs, this microphone has a cardioid polar pattern, a frequency response of 90 Hz to 20 kHz, a sensitivity of approximately negative 50 dB, an impedance of 200 ohms, a self-noise of approximately 25 dBA, a max SPL of 141 dB, and a phantom power requirement of plus 48 volts. Now I am spinning around the 350 cm to 90 degrees to show you the off-axis rejection and coloration. We will continue around the microphone to 180 degrees, show you the rejection from the rear, continue around the microphone to the second 90 degree angle, and then we will rotate and end at the front of the mic. Because this is a handheld microphone, I will pass it back and forth between my hands to see how it does at rejecting handling noise. Now let's go ahead and test the plosive rejection of this thing. Please bring pizza pronto. Please bring pizza pronto. Please bring pizza pronto. And we do need to test how the provided foam windscreen helps with plosives. Please bring pizza pronto. Please bring pizza pronto. Please bring pizza pronto. Pretty good. Now I'm right on top of the microphone so you can hear the proximity effect on this thing. About three inches off of the mic with it pointed at the corner of my mouth and here is how the audio sounds. About one foot away from the microphone, two feet away from the microphone, and about four feet away from the microphone. Now I am typing on a keyboard with Cherry MX Blues to see how much of my voice versus how much of the keyboard it picks up. And for you elite gamers, now I am typing on the sad W keys. Here's how the microphone sounds in a well-treated room. And here is what the microphone sounds like in a completely untreated room. Now I am going to go ahead and tap the microphone to see if there are any kind of resonant frequencies.
And now let's go ahead and see how the provided foam windscreen affects the tone of the microphone. So currently I'm a few inches off of the mic. I do not have the foam windscreen installed and here's how the audio sounds. And now I have put on the provided foam windscreen and I am at the exact same distance with the exact same gain setting. And here is how the audio compares with that big fat foam thing on the tip of it. That sounded weird, didn't it? Now, although I know this is the proper way to hold a microphone where you are not gripping the grill, if you do live shows, you will inevitably run into an idiot who thinks, let's go ahead and cover the grill of the microphone. So this is what it sounds like when you grip the grill. Not the best, but still incredibly, incredibly usable. They have done some magic here to keep it from completely destroying the sound. So I just wanted to demonstrate what it sounds like if an idiot grips the grill of the microphone. There you go. And now I want to do a very quick comparison between the 350CM and a bunch of other handheld microphones so you can get an idea of how this microphone stacks up against its competition. First up, we are on the MTP 350CM, three inches off of the microphone with the gain on the 18i20 set to around 230, and here is how the audio sounds. First microphone we have is the classic Shure SM58, which is not a condenser microphone. This is a dynamic microphone, but you see this on every single stage, so I wanted to include it so you could hear how the Lewitt compares to one of the standards on the market. Back on the MTP350CM so you can hear this microphone before we jump to another one to compare it to. Next, we have another handheld condenser microphone. This is the Audio-Technica AT2010. I am at the exact same distance of three inches, gain on the 18i20 still at 230, and here is how this microphone compares to the Lewitt. And we are back on the MTP350CM so you can hear this thing again before we jump to another microphone. And next up, I had to include one of my favorite handheld dynamic microphones, the SE Electronics SEV7, exact same distance, exact same gain setting, but I will have to boost this significantly more, so make sure to check the lower third to see how much I boosted it in post. It's a good thing that I have nothing better to do because I'm on lockdown, but I am back with the MTP350CM, so you can hear this microphone again. Let's jump to another one. Next up, we are on the Shure Beta 87A. This is another handheld condenser microphone. I am at the same distance, same gain setting, and here is what Shure's offering to the handheld condenser market sounds like, just for comparison. Again, we are three inches off of the 350CM gain on the interface at 230, and here is how the 350CM sounds before we jump to another mic. And now we are on the Rode M2, which is another handheld condenser microphone. This goes for around $180, so about 30 bucks more expensive than the Lewitt. But here is how this microphone compares at the exact same distance with the exact same gain setting. We are back on the MTP350CM condenser handheld microphone. Three inches off, here's how the microphone sounds. Let's jump to another mic to compare it to. Now I am speaking into the Lewitt MTP940CM. This is Lewitt's top tier handheld condenser microphone. It is a multi-pattern, one inch diaphragm condenser microphone. <laughs> so it shouldn't be a stage condenser, but it is. And here is how it compares to the 350, 340, 350 CM. Still three inches off of the Lewitt MTP 350 CM, so you can hear this microphone and let's go to another one. Hopefully this is the last one. And lastly, we have the Neumann KMS-105. 
This is another handheld condenser microphone, and it has the Neumann name, so you know this is the most expensive one in the shootout. This goes for $700, and here is how it compares at the exact same distance with the exact same gain setting. Let me know in the comments down below, which of those microphones that I did this shootout between did you like the best? all seems normal cause I don't mind spending time alone with me I'm fully aware that this kind of makes me sound like a psychopath but I swear I'm not I swear I'm not I'm also fully aware that that's exactly what a psychopath would say to convince you that they're not a psychopath I can't win here can I all right with the MTP350CM, I think that Lewitt has made an excellent handheld condenser option at an insanely affordable price. And first up, in terms of pros, the handling noise rejection of this thing is just excellent. I also found the background noise rejection to be very, very admirable, and the build quality of this microphone is outstanding. And then in terms of cons, the microphone is pretty noisy with an EIN of 25 dBA. So depending on your noise threshold for the projects you're working on, that just may be too high for you. Also, it is pretty quiet for a condenser microphone, although not the quietest of the bunch. I believe the Neumann was a little bit quieter and maybe the Beatty, the Beta 87A was a bit quieter as well. And even though the microphone has a pretty aggressive high-pass filter to it, without the foam windscreen on it, it is pretty susceptible to plosives, but because of that high-pass, it's not going to have a huge rumble to it and blow out any subwoofers or anything like that. So what are my overall thoughts of the 350CM? On the electric guitar, I just wasn't too keen on it. It seemed to lack a bit too much body due to that high-pass filter, and then when I got to the upper register of the guitar, it got to be a little bit too piercing and sharp to listen to. Then on the acoustic, again, I wasn't too fond of it for this instrument. I think the boost from 1.5 to 5 kilohertz just isn't too flattering for that application. And then for singing, I think that's where this microphone really starts to shine. The low end is insanely controlled due to that high pass filter, and there is no unnecessary information down there. The mids were insanely articulate, and the top end was detailed and clear, although I did hear the very slightest amount of sizzle there. But for 150 bucks, it's pretty insane what it's doing. And lastly, for spoken word, I hear a lack of body and warmth in the low end, again due to that 200Hz high pass filter. So if you have a higher pitched voice like me and you're looking for a little bit of help to beefen up your voice, this microphone is not going to do you any favors. 
but also in the top end, I hear it being very detailed and clear and articulate. You can hear it when I say my T's. Unfortunately, due to that high-pass filter, I think it may be leaning a little bit towards being lopsided, and it's just not the most balanced across the entire frequency range. So would I recommend the Lewitt MTP350CM? Yes, I would. I think at the $150 price point, this is a killer option if you're looking for a stage microphone and you want a bit more of that studio condenser sound, or if you're doing a bit of traveling and you want a podcast microphone that has a bit more of a detailed sound and you have a bassier voice so you don't need all that extra information down there, then absolutely I think it is excellent for that. When I listened back to the comparison of all of the microphones, I found the 350CM to be quite a bit less sharp than the AT2010 and the Beta 87A. Compared to the SM58, it's a different ballgame. The SM58 seems claustrophobic, and this just seems open and airy and alive. It seems so much more natural. But then when we compare it to the 940CM from Lewitt or the Neumann, I don't think that's really a fair comparison because those two microphones are just outstanding. They are beautiful microphones and their price reflects that. They are four to five times more expensive than the 350CM. So I think at the $150 price point, this is a killer option if it has the sound profile that you're looking for. All right, I think that's going to wrap up for today, but I want to hear from you in the comments down below. Which of the microphones in the comparison section did you like the best? Do you think the 350CM is going to be a good option for you, or do you think there's something else that fits your needs a little bit better? If you found this video fun, interesting, or helpful, go ahead and give me a thumbs up. If you hated it, give me a big old thumbs down. Go subscribe, do all that stuff. Want to hang out in the Discord server? podcastage.com slash discord we talk about audio gear all the time it's super fun and if you want to support the channel and become one of these amazing people over here you can do so by clicking that join button and joining at the five dollar tier or higher they really do help me continue to bring you these videos thank you all so much for watching thank you so much for listening i will talk to you next time bye